Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 99. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jigaman. Hey, Tedris. Hey, it's your boy. This is 99. I got 99 problems. Uh-huh. And this episode is one. So let's just do the let's just get this out of <laughs> oh, the way. Okay, you just and that. the Sonic movie poster is two. I got a hundred problems now, Octavius. Wow. Yeah. You're gonna go right into the Sonic movie poster yeah. from Jump Street? Yes. I didn't expect this. And Fortnite for is it. three. I got a hundred and one. Dalmatians. I'll be damned. You, All my problems turned into Dalmatians. You wow. know what? I'm a happy man. Case okay. closed. If Thanks had, for joining us on this adventure. If you had 101 Dalmatians, that too would many be, Dalmatians, man. You got to get. You rid might of your dogs. turn into Cruella Deville. Yeah, be pissed off. Hey, are you ready to do this for the first time in a little while? What you mean? It's your boy. A-Tet, oh. a.k.a. <laughs> Young Gordon, a.k.a. Jumpman Thing, a.k.a. Team Rocket blasting off one more again, a.k.a. Thank You Based Godzilla, a.k.a. Dwayne Millie Rock Johnson, a.k.a. No Limit Super Soldier, bam, 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 Joe, just put an explosion in here. Bam, bam, bam. I just had to bring that back in. Is, is the Millie Rock Johnson, is that new? I feel like I might have busted out at some point in time. Probably around the, like, episode two. <laughs> a minute. Yeah. We have so many episodes of this. Yeah, so in case y'all forgot, it is me. It is I. Octavius A. Newman. But I go by other names. Mm. You might hear of A.K.A. Killer Croctavius, Tell A.K.A. These. Brat. Tell him. Panther, A.K.A. T'Challa French Toast. <laughs> Candy Kingpin. You uh, forgot about that one. Yeah, you did. forgot about Candy Kingpin. Yeah, did. Microphone check one, two feast, two face, uh, 21 Savage Land. Uh, Ain't nothing sweet Christmas. Okay. Red, black, and green lantern. You know what I mean? I like Chainsaw it. Guerrera. I like it. Ben Godzilla. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna powering up over here. Yeah. Ah I'm yeah. ready to throw a hot can. No, don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. iOS 10. I can't do iOS 10 bands anymore. Yeah, we, 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 we're ancient well, we're well past that. It's ancient. One Punch Man Man. I gotta bring that one out though. Mewtwo Chains. That's my other one. I've been playing a lot of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I just want a switch. So uh you need to get a switch. You I need mean, to you need to get a switch. Get a switch. Uh, it's it's a joy to have a Nintendo console. Mm. You forget how fun, just purely fun, video games can be. And then you have a Nintendo game, and you remember, oh yeah, they're not meant to be like soul-crushingly hard. I'm not supposed to grind in an MMORPG or like just work for gear or pay for loot boxes. I'm just jumping on Goombas, bro. I'm, I'm 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 having fun. I'm collecting stars. I'm I'm sitting for the first time in years, Ock. I'm sitting on a couch with my friends. Pick up your sticks, and we're playing Super Smash Brothers. It That's feels dope. so good. You know what I enjoy playing on Switch? What's that? Overcooked. Oh, Overcooked is so good. Overcooked is It's a good way to find out who your real friends are. Yo, chop the stuff and it's burning. (laughs) Take it. Yo, move out the way. Yo, move. 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 It's such a mess. It turns into that very quickly. It's it's totally frantic. Put the burger. That that, that needs to have lettuce on it. That Mm -hmm. needs to have lettuce on it. It's just bread. It's just bread and... This this would, it. this would never Forget, fly at Chick Fil A. Forget it. They, you, you Yo, get, this would never fly at Chick Fil A. Have you seen the Instagram joints? The dude with the customer service yeah. specialty at Chick Fil A. He's hopping out the drive-through window. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy that a lot. All right, so we got some things we want to talk about today. We're going to do a mm-hmm. two-part episode. We're going to do a part A, part B of episode ninety-nine. First part, we're going to talk about some news and such, and then. Part B, we're going to talk about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We're basically going to do a one-shot yeah. that's going to be separate. Yep. So this is part A. 
Then after afterwards, if you if you so choose, and if you have seen Spider Man into the Spider Verse, you can hop over to the one shot episode. I'm pointing. It's That's out right. there. It's That's out right. there because you guys can clearly see me through visualize your ears. Close right. your mind and visualize. It. Yeah. So. We can check that out later. Uh-huh. So let's dive into some of the things that we got to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about. Uh, the internet Get it off your chest. is the blaze. There's just a, you, you know, the fact that we're doing this show every two weeks means that we are piling up. Mm-hmm. We are stocking up on a lot of things to talk about. Yes. So today, at the top of my list. You got if, your own personal list. Hey, I do, I do. If you will allow me, I, I think first we need to address Avengers Endgame. Okay. It's official. There's a title. Yes. It's called an Endgame. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us kind of mathed to that out. Yeah, not necessarily a discovery for Doctor many. Doctor Strange kind of told us what time it was. That's right. And we have a a teaser. Let's call it a teaser. Mm-hmm. And it's about two and a half minutes mm-hmm. of not much, not so much. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. So let me tell y'all what had happened. Mm-hmm. This trailer came out. I'm up. I'm getting up early nowadays. I'm up, and I said. Let me just go on YouTube and type in Avengers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just because I had heard, mm-hmm. it came out 13 minutes oh, after word. I typed it yeah, in. Yeah, because this dropped at like 8 a.m. Right. So what I do is I take the video, send it to the group chat, uh-huh. and I say, do I want to watch this? Uh-huh. I had not watched it myself. You, you send your scouts. Right. You I'm like, yeah, y'all, y'all go look at it. Because my thing was like, I might not watch the trailer. Because mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't need to watch the trailer. I'm going to go see this. Uh-huh. I just wanted to get a vibe of what the deal was. Yeah. And I heard back. It's like, it's fine. It's not revealing at all. Yeah. They were not lying. No, it's like a prolonged title announcement. It it basically... I mean, what can they show? I hope y'all have seen Infinity War by this point. Spoiler wall going up. But, I mean, what can they show? Because there are a lot of eliminations there's yeah. a lot of folks not around yeah there's not that much content yeah. to reveal and that's basically the gist of this you know we're seeing the remaining heroes mm-hmm. uh putting their heads in their hands and being upset about it and you worrying got, you got a single tear yeah from uh cap from steve you know that's what i mean right. he's got... crying because his contract's almost up well you know he <laughs> might have renewed that joint do after these he's, movies he's got plenty of options he yes, got a he mustache does. on broadway right now that's right out there with brian tyree henry that's right he's getting this money he yeah. all right uh so we we have the we have uh the reveal thor in a hoodie we got thor in a hoodie mom spaghetti yeah you know uh we have the confirmation of if anyone saw uh, ant-man and the wasp if you saw ant-man and the wasp there's some things that are in that movie mm-hmm. that i think are dropping clues about whether or not those characters were affected by the snapping, or as marvel is officially calling it the decimation oh that's the official title the decimation oh no it, no it's not i it, take it's oh, the snapping. it's the snapping. first and foremost uh it's the snapping. second of all decimation is a funny thing to call it. And I don't want to be too nitpicky, so I'm just going to drop this after I I say it. But decimation literally means 1 in 10. That's 10%. And so the only reason I bring that up is y'all had a lot of words you could have chosen. You know, the catastrophe, the annihilation, the snapping. M. Night Shyamalan's the snapping. But you went with the one that has a mathematical implication. And is it not? 50% 50% Thanos. He did 50%. That was a, a point Let that he out. made. Let it go, Adam. Okay. Half, fired half up. of all living things. I'm fired up. I'm half fired. of life, right? Half, half, yeah, of, half life. of life. Mm-hmm. I like this trailer because the trailer 
basically didn't show me anything. Yeah, that's right. It didn't show me anything at all. It showed me that Ronan is here. Mm-hmm. Who's Ronan? Ronan is Clint Barton, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. It's in the comics. He becomes a character called Ronan yep. after some things happen, and I'm not going to go into it. Yeah. But we see him wiping off a blade that's got nothing on it. That's right. But it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Cap. We see Bruce Banner. We see Tony Stark, who's drifting off in what looks like either the Mil- we see a shot of the Milano, uh-huh. but we see Tony in something that has a face on it. Yeah. So I know the Milano has a ship that it shot Thor out of. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly is he in that ship. The Milano is Star Lord's ship, right? So. Yeah, because because Rocket and Thor were in that ship, yeah. right? That yeah, went right. off to the to the star. So I don't know, but Tony's out there by himself. Um, we saw Nebula. We saw um, we saw some faces mm-hmm. um, that were that Bruce was looking at. We saw Shuri. We saw I was about to call him Tom Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, we saw, we saw boy Tom Peter Parker. Tommy and we boy saw, um, Scott Lane. That's right. And initially, and I've heard a lot of people say, oh, so that means that Shuri got, you know, snapped. And I was like, not necessarily Mm -hmm. because we see Scott Lang. Yeah, he shows up. So I guess that just means that those people are unaccounted for. Uh I don't know. Missing or something. And I don't need to see anything else. Well, that's just it, right? Uh, Nothing else. If you saw Infinity War, really, this is just... Uh, a formality. You know, the idea of having a teaser or a trailer at all, it's just a formality. If you saw Infinity War, you're going to see the next one. Mm -hmm. So all we're really doing is just teasing you out and reminding y'all, hey, it's coming. You got a few months. The other thing that is important, I think many of us expected this movie to come out in May, um, but it's actually going to be releasing in April. Late April. So we're getting it a little bit earlier than expected, which actually happened with Infinity War as well. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, par for the course. I'm ready. My body is ready. I don't need much more. I really don't want to see much more because I don't know what we're supposed to do after this. But of course, I'll be uh, eating my words when the next trailer comes out. And I've seen it, and you haven't. Yeah, I'm not going to. There's no doubt that's what... (laughs) I'm not looking at that. What do I need to look at that for? I don't know. I have a hot take. Oh, on? Plot elements? Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. I was talking about this with a friend. I don't think that five years from now, we're going to look at Avengers Infinity War like a great movie. You think it's not going to hold up? No. Okay. It, the reason why Avengers Infinity War is good is because of the same reason why The Matrix Reloaded was good. Because was of the, was pro- the Matrix Reloaded good? Well, it was good because of the promise of the next thing. Okay. You know uh, what I'm saying? And in the Matrix case, the promise was ultimately unfulfilled. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I remember seeing the Matrix Reloaded and leaving me like, whoa, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I- I'm so excited for them to like address all these things and deal with all this stuff and like bring it all together. Uh-huh. And then they just threw a ball of yarn at us. Yeah, it was really like did. a ball of junk. Yeah, just like, like figure it out. We're like, what the like 10 years of my life. Yeah. Explain yourself. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that Infinity War is bad. I'm just saying that I don't think Infinity War is a great movie. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's a good movie, mm-hmm. but I think it's the 19 movies that came, 19 or 20 movies that came before it uh-huh. that makes it great. Yeah, I'll add to that. I think it's it's not, part of me doesn't even want to refer to Infinity War as a movie because it's it's almost not even. It doesn't even follow the conventions of a movie. And I think we talked about this a little bit when it came out, but it's more of an event. Mm-hmm. And when people regard that movie, when I regard that movie in the future, looking backward, I, I will have to do it through a lens that says, this was an interesting event that took place. This was a, a very interesting achievement. It's not really a, a movie, not a standalone movie. Definitely not a standalone movie. Right. So it, it'll have to exist under a different context for me to really appreciate it. I don't know if I'll go back and, and watch it. I mean, it's fun to watch. Sure. Like, there's fun things to watch about it. But I'm thinking about, in the context of how good the movie is. Yeah. Especially in light of the next movie coming. Yeah. Like, I don't think that this movie stands up by itself in the sense of like how The Dark Knight is just, this is a really good movie. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. The movie that came before it, cool. Movie that came after it, cool. But this one right here is a really good movie. And we shall see. Well, I think how we're going to look at Infinity War is going to play, is going to, have a lot to do with how Endgame goes. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, because yeah. those things basically go in 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 tandem, hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. We, we'll see, we'll see. I think one of the things that'll, the, the, one of the tests of time that it may not pass is showing it to your children. And right. be like, hey, look, when we watched this, it was a big deal. And, you know, Lil Z might be looking at this and be like, why? Like who's this is a, who's the purple guy? This is a mess. And 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 they'll be like, so why didn't he just make more stuff? You don't understand. You don't understand. I don't understand. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Why yeah. don't you just make more stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I why suppose... Why would you get rid of half stuff? Just like comic books, when they, they have some huge event, you know, somebody would say, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, this was a big deal. They killed a lot of characters. But, you know, that was a big deal at the time. But now mm-hmm. it's like... All right. There's a lot of context missing, so I can't really access yeah, that. Yeah, I don't care about all of this In stuff. the same way. So, ah, more End games coming in April. Yep. So, Sonic. Talk to Ooh, me. Get Sonic. this off your chest. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a live action film. Sonic! Slow-mo! I'm very excited about the idea of Sonic just being back in mainstream, because Sonic is great. Kind of. Mostly. Sonic has been through a lot. He's been through a rough Is Jaleel patch. voicing him? No. Although Jaleel did a, I think it was a fan-made movie some years ago. Let's say back in like 09, maybe 2010. And Jaleel He's did the, the voice. He's the fastest thing alive! We are getting a film in 2019. So it, it's coming. Live action. I think Paul Rudd is in it. Uh, I believe uh, Jim Carrey is in it. Oh. He's, he's playing Dr. Robotnik. Oh. Uh-huh. Ben Schwartz is playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Ben Schwartz. Who's that? He, he, you might know him from uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, he's a really funny guy. What, 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 who is he in Parks and Rec? Uh, I, I can't remember his I'll name. I'll look it up I'm, 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 this is, i got to take an L. I can't no remember. No problem, no problem. Uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember if Paul Rudd is or is not in the film, but James Marsden, your boy Cyclops, is going to be in the film. And it's going to be a, a strange film. Who knows how this is going to work out. But what we know is we have a silhouette of what Sonic will look like in this live action film. Because we have a motion poster. Octavius, mm-hmm. what have they done 
to my Sonic the Hedgehog. What are you talking about? He got calves for days. He doesn't miss leg day. He is a buff. He's more anthropomorphic than cartoony. I think me and many others were expecting to see a Sonic reminiscent of the video game or the cartoons. But this one is like, uh, man, I don't know. He's he looks kind of jacked, and we can't make out his facial features. We can't see his his uh, eyes or his He's too fast expression. He's too fast, I suppose. I'm I'm concerned here, and I think I join lots of folks on the internet in that concern. This isn't looking good. This is not what I, I was well, hoping for. Well, you haven't even seen anything. Le- yeah, but I've seen enough. What are you talking about? It's going to look weird. How it's do you look, know? I'm looking at it right now. It, but it's, I'm looking at it too. It ain't showing nothing. Look, what I see is not promising. Adam. It's not promising. You see a furry creature. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. The fur. Hedgehogs don't have fur, my dude. They don't have what fur. What do they have? Quills. They, I mean, here's the thing. There's an interview on IGN.com with people making this movie and they're talking about what they need to do to bring this movie to you and me. And one of the things they need to do is they they need to make this grounded in some reality. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all miss a mark already, though. <laughs> you start so like off, starting off wrong. But so like, I grounded mean, grounded in reality, you already messed it up. Yeah, it's like the fastest he is a hedgehog. My, it's the fastest thing. There's a giant thing <laughs> called Doctor Robotnik with a yeah. mustache. Counted down the side of his <laughs> count, face. Count t- it down. Tiny little glasses. Right. Big old nose. Like, Shoes. Man, my man's wearing shoes. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, I mean, like, so, yeah. like, just don't even use that line, though. Don't don't use that but line. But Detective Pikachu, I'm sure, agreed. But Detective Pikachu, at least, at bare minimum, at least, it's a fictional creature. So, like, what? Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is not real. A Pikachu is a fictional animal. Sonic. The Hedgehog. If you're gonna talk about reality, Adam. If you're gonna talk Adam, about, look, you look, 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 look. I'm listening to myself, and I am sane. <laughs> I am. This, this is me. You're not. You're this not is me. Per, this is me performing wokeness right now. Sonic can't look like this. No, he can't what, look like. Look this. like what? It like, is a black. Are you looking at the same thing I'm yeah. looking at? Show me. Your, let me put my glasses on. Yeah. You put my put spectacles on. Take a look at this. Yeah, it's the same thing I got. It looks like trash. Hold on. Let me just let me let me hit play. Don't hit play. Yeah, like he's blurring around. You see the blue streak, and then he's racing toward the screen, and we got this jacked silhouette. Why is it? What? It's not the rock. He looks jacked. Come on, man. He looks. It's, it's a mess. Here's the thing Adam, I want to read you. Are you being one of those people? Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> here's, here's the thing that I want to read to you. Actually, this is something that I'm very excited about. Okay, I, IGN.com has this uh, interview with uh, some of the the creators. You know, uh, the director or one of the people working on the film is Tim Miller, who uh, directed the first Deadpool movie. Okay, so he's back. Deadpool's gonna be in this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna which, say. I saw, I saw Once Upon a Deadpool. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Josh Miller is the name, I suppose. I'm dropping balls left and right. No problem. Josh Miller is on is on this movie. Um, anyway, here's the line that I, I I thought was interesting in this interview. Quote: I don't think Sega was entirely happy with the eye decision, but these sorts of things, you go, it's going to look weird if we don't do this. And that is a a line from Miller. Uh, talking about the movie. Now, here's the thing. So here's what he's saying is, Sega is not happy with the eye decision. We hadn't even seen the eyes. 
So Sega's not happy about a part we haven't even seen yet. So we got this. We have well, you know, this. Sega has seen the eyes. Yes, but we haven't. We haven't even seen the thing that upset Sega. I'm already upset. Where do we go from here? Calm down. This is going to be a. This Sonic looks very sexual. This Sonic what? looks How like. How did you get to sexual? Look at that buff body. Adam. This Sonic is going to get banned from Tumblr. This Sonic yeah. is off Tumblr. <laughs> He's off. Adam, I think this is what you this might be. Piece. You might be taking this one a little too far. When you see this poster, do you are you into it? I'm. I don't care. <laughs> Truth be told, so and you, that's why I'm trying to like. I'm trying to wrap my head around like. What's the com- what was the conversation we're having right now? You like, are engaging issue? you are en- engaging my displeasure with apathy. I don't care. I don't see what it is about. Like I sit here look and up. look at the same thing that you look at. I watch the same videos except for t- trailers and such. I uh-huh. mean, I get one one trailer, but the large majority of the time I have seen what you've seen. Uh-huh. And I'm and especially when we're talking about stuff on the show. I look at this and I go, what's what's the problem? I don't like it. I don't pull like up this. A picture, pull up a picture of Sonic. The actual Sonic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so look here. I'm going I'm to I'm pull up this guy, right? Go ahead, go Sonic. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's got the kind of... You like, want him to have gloves on? You want him to make, have the Mickey gloves? Well, look, if we're making a movie about a character, why are we making it look so different? You have not, Adam. Why? The thing I keep saying. He ain't wearing gloves in this poster. How do you know? Because, I mean, you can literally lighten the image and he's got fur on his hands. You Did went he just Photoshop? No, but I've seen people do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Don't make this about me. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Don't make this about me. You put it in Photoshop. See, you're gaslighting to... me right now. I'm, you're gaslighting me right now. I'm I got just... a problem with Sonic and you're saying that I'm, I'm, I'm out of pocket. I'm just trying to understand. I More than anything, I'm trying to understand the frustration. Yeah. I'm trying to connect and go, all right, three drones in the back. Yeah. Three, okay, ears, ears, all right, gloves. We're not doing the gloves. Mm-hmm. Shoes with the red shoes. Okay, red shoes. Shoes look a little different. All right, face can't see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, you wanted it to be Space Jam? Why not? Because they made a choice. They did make a choice. And so what I'm saying is, why did you make this choice? I would just like you to have seen the whole thing. I, we'll man, come back in two weeks. You're asking me to eat the pie. I'm saying that pie looks mangled. You've seen a silhouette <laughs> of the pie. <laughs> it's still in the oven. They don't have the oven light on. Yeah. Like that joint don't look right. It's it's more about the intent. So maybe the pie hasn't been made yet. But I see them putting in like fish heads in that. And I'm like, really? This is this is, fish is this head, the decision this is a that fish you're making? Head pie. Yeah. That's the name of this episode. Fish head pie. <laughs> I'm I'm watching them scoop fish heads in that. And I'm like, is this the pie? Is this the decision? Is this, gra- is this grandma's? You recipe? looked at me, sir. Sir, you looked at me and you said you were making apple pie. In fact, this is called apple pie. It says it on the poster. It says apple pie. That don't look like apple pie. There's fish heads in this. And it looks sexual. Anyway, sexual? very excited to All see right. this film. Okay. This is coming from the people who brought you Fast and the Furious. We're going to get this one uh, November. Dominic Toretto's in this? <laughs> yeah, possible. Family. Entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Sonic. Sonic, we will see He's more the soon. fastest thing alive. It is, is a whole new speed of hero. Is the uh, they use him. Different topic, just going to throw this out here real quick. Marvel's The Punisher Season 2 is coming to Netflix in January. Oh, okay. The only season that 
has avoided being canceled, huh? Well, that and Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. So we shall see. Okay. Um, Pixar's got a new joint coming out with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Uh, what is this called? Called Onward. Onward. Just throwing that out there. Exciting. Um, I'm ready for it. What else we have here? Uh, we uh, could talk about TKO Comics. Yeah. For a moment, That's actually. Interesting. Yeah, TKO Comics. You know, we, from time to time here on this program, Comic Book Junto, we talk about comic books. And uh, one of the things that we have discussed at length is the difficult nature of buying comic books. If you want comics on Wednesdays, you buy one floppy, you buy one single issue. And TKO Comics is is here to uh, uh, resolve some of these pains, mm-hmm. I guess. And I guess the idea behind this is they're never going to release a series until it's it's complete, or at least completed enough issues for a trade paperback. And then you can buy in several different formats. You can buy it uh, as a collection of the first six issues in a a nice collectible box, or you can buy it as a trade paperback itself, like bound in one issue. Or uh, I think they have some other options as well. Right now they're giving people a sneak peek at first issues, and some of them look really promising, man. Garth Ennis is in there. Yeah, they got Um, some... I want to run down some of the uh, creators. Yeah. Roxane Gay. Yeah. Jeff Lemire. Garth Ennis. Um, who else do I recognize in here? Um, Jordi Belair signed on. Gabriel Walta. He did the first uh, uh, Visions run with Tom King. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel Walta also worked with uh, our, 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 our friend uh, David F. Johnson on um, Occupy Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they, there's a lot of talent in here. A lot of talent. And I, I like re- the fact that they are trying to innovate the release. I want to read one of their tweets. It says, we know fans don't want to wait months to read a full story. So we binge release our books. Mm. We make all issues of a single miniseries available at once. Yeah. I like this. As soon as I read that, I was like, if that was just Joe Schmo comics, I'd be like, ah, whatever. But when they ran, when they ran down like the creators that are going to be doing this. It's like, so it's basically potentially, potentially image comics, you know, quality. Mm -hmm. But the whole concept of binge watching, binge reading. Here's the whole series. You can have it digitally. You can have the single issues or you can have the single, you know, um, you can have it bound in a trade paperback. And I just thought that was really interesting and I wanted to bring it up to you guys. So right now on their website... It's a, is it TKO Productions? TKO Presents.com. TKO Presents.com. They've got a free issue yeah. that you can read of each one of their titles. First issue is free of everything that's available, and they're offering a friends and family password so you can get early entry to the website. And the friends and family password is VIP access. By the way, this isn't an ad, even though it sounds like one. I just no. recognize this sounds like an Yo, ad. Yo, hey, TKO, thank you for your five stars and positive uh, comments. Appreciate that. We do appreciate you. We appreciate that you're changing things. I, I appreciate the idea of trying to modernize distribution of comic books. Yeah, I like it. Remains to be seen whether or not this is successful. The I like thing, the idea, though. I like the idea, and the thing that I want to see is I want to see this company work with local comic book shops. Yeah, Brave New Worlds. Yeah. Um, uh, Atomic City Comics, mm-hmm. um, Fat Jacks, mm-hmm. and um, Amalgam Comics and Coffee. Definitely. I'd love to see that stuff there. Yeah, I want to see TKO show up there. I want to see somebody do things differently. And then hopefully, you know, the bigger companies can try to 
play ball and catch up. So right now they don't need to catch up. They're, they're not making moves themselves. They've been doing it how they've always been doing it. Well, I also think that they're not able to try things like that because they're so bound to the tradition of sure. what they're doing. Sure. Like if they say, we're not going to put out Batman every two weeks. We're not going to put out Batman every month. We're just going to give you 12 issues of Batman all at once and then no more Batman for the year. People would flip out. But They'd they could test upset. it, you know? They could say, hey, look, we're doing a Batman uh, Damned, for example. Mm-hmm. We're doing DC Black Label. and All six issues. Y- y'all want these stories? It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be all six issues. It's going to be an entire full arc day one. I'm not mad at that idea, I'm though. not mad at the idea either. I love the idea of just like, because I always, so let me tell you guys, I'm going to just test this out out loud. I'm going to do the thing where you say the thing out loud. And then, and then regret it forever? Well, then you can be held accountable to it. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about, I've been doing a lot of stuff that where I'm just kind of like trying to prioritize things in my life. Mm-hmm. So I have to pick and choose. Like I got some, you know, some new stuff for the house. And the whole mentality is if I'm going to bring something in, it has to replace something. Something goes out. You know, mm-hmm. or it has to have a purpose. I can't just bring things in just to be bringing them in. So in the process, I cleaned up my comic book corner i had a corner in where we lived that was just all my comic book things okay truth be told i was embarrassed oh word i was i have i when i went through to like clean it up and organize it i was like i should not have this many comic books (laughs) okay i see and at the same time i was like i should not have this many unread comic books i see what you're saying i was like this is not this is probably not a good stewardship of my space sure and money sure you know like yeah. i don't i don't think this is you know what i mean i just don't I understand think I'm, that i don't think i'm doing a being a being a good steward over what i have i understand that you know yeah. because i think there's the habit of going to buy comics and i enjoy the religious nature of walking in and going and buying and i like that mm-hmm. but I'm like, I want to, I've said this on the show a lot, I want to read good things. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I could probably, based off of my prioritization, read one comic book a day. Yeah, certainly. You know? And I think I would really enjoy that mm-hmm. if I read one, one comic book a day. And I thought about that. If I read one comic book a day, how many comic books should I be buying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's have a real conversation here. If you don't read one comic book a day, why are you picking up 10 comic books a week? Yeah, sure. Why are you doing that, Octavius? Yeah. You know? And if you're not enjoying what you're reading, what, 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 and you're not reading what you're buying, like, what are you doing? You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe I should create like a 14 title list. Mm-hmm. You know? Because that's, because I thought some comic books are weekly, some comic books are bi-weekly. Yeah. So maybe it's just I have 14 titles. If I pick up something new, something got to go. Sure. Because my whole thing is like I, if I'm going to buy it, I need to read it. Yeah. If I'm not going to read it, it needs to come off the list. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to start making rules. So I'm a grown man. I'm mm-hmm. not a child anymore. You know, I have to start making decisions. And the idea of knowing something's good or just trade waiting, I, I flirt with that a lot because it's like I don't want to waste my time and my money reading two or three issues of something going. Eh, I don't like this, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But if I think 
if it was like, here's six issues and it's done, I'd be a little bit more able to go, okay, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to read this week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to read these six issues. I'm going to one, read one issue a day and I'm going to be done with it. Sure. You know, yeah. so I'm just, that's just some of the stuff that I'm thinking like, I might just make like 14 titles and if I get on issue three and I'm like, I don't like it, all right, that one goes. And if right. I go, ooh, that's dope, I'm going, all right, well, what you what you going to get rid of? Right. You're not going to get rid of anything? Put it back on the shelf, Octavia. It's a difficult hobby to be a part of. It's a difficult medium to support because the influx, the I mean, the amount of stuff, right? And if you want to be the kind of person who supports new titles, which I do, right. you know, I want to be someone who is open-minded and curious and looking for new things to go crazy about, mm-hmm. especially when they're going to be in my peripheral vision. You know, Roxanne Gay, you mentioned her name because she's coming to TKO. Yeah. Uh, Roxanne Gay has one comic book on the stands uh, prior to her TKO work, and it's mm-hmm. the world of Wakanda, mm-hmm. right? If I want to see more Roxanne Gay's step up to the plate at Marvel, well, I, I, I want to buy those books. And I need to weigh that against, well, I know for a fact that this is going to be good, or this is maybe a lull, but I got that collector spirit and I think it'll be good again. And I'm, I'm balancing all of these ideologies, like got to support my, my guy, got to pick up my man thing books, also got to uh, support new voices. I got to try things out. It, there's this weird thing in which you don't really get, maybe this is not true, but I'll say it and then analyze it. You don't always get rewarded for being risky. Sometimes you just suck with a book, and then there's nothing to do with it. You can't go back to GameStop and trade it back in. I mean, you can give it away. Yeah, you can give it away. You find someone to give it to and share that with them, sure. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm... I'm the, I read this book called Eat That Frog. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea... Well, one of the big things I walked away from that book with is the whole idea of A, B, C, D, and E tasks yeah and the whole idea is a tasks are things that would have a major consequence or reward if you did or did not do you know and then e tasks are basically things that nobody would care one way or the other if you did or didn't do it nothing would change nothing would happen there'd be no prop so the whole idea is you you prioritize you eat the frog you do the a task first Mm -hmm. you know you get them out of the way and then you slowly work your way down to the b c and if you even get to you know d or e task a lot of times i recognize i don't even get there you know yeah and when i get there if i'm prioritizing my life that way when i get there i want it to be good yeah you know what i'm saying because i just spent my whole day doing the stuff that i have to do and I'm recognizing that it's like, I don't want to fill that space that's now becoming rarer and rarer mm-hmm. with mediocrity. Yeah, of course. I want to fill it with awesomeness. Mm-hmm. So I got to create some sort of structure that goes, when I finally, at the end of the day or on that free time, get to that E task, which nobody cares if I read a comic book or not, man, I want it to be great. Definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want it definitely. to be amazing. Sure. Because I got to choose. Am I going to read this comic? Am I going to watch this show? Am I going to play this video game? So yeah. if you're really, and I'm not trying to downplay anybody because I'm talking about myself. I'm transitioning from talking about working to working, working. Yeah. It's like really working, really trying to discipline myself and do what it is I need to do and I say I'm going to do. Man, I want my entertainment good. Definitely. You know? So yeah, if you're going to spend the time. I can't. So I, I can't. 
prioritize over and above my own enjoyment. Mm -hmm. But I want to support. It's like, but I'm a consumer. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I have to I have to factor into my my own personally made like structure where to support play a role mm -hmm. because just because you want to support this person that person this person that don't mean you can go buy twenty books you're not gonna read yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah you know because that doesn't even go together because you're gonna buy one issue because you're excited and then you're not gonna read it and then. Are you really supporting them? Are sure. you supporting them with your words? Are you supporting them with your reviews and your excitement? And your, you know what I mean? You're just gathering. There, there are infinite ways to be a fan of comic books. And it's difficult to figure out which one you are right. and how you participate in this, this thing, in this world, this subculture. Um, I think you got to try things out for a little while. Yeah. And there is absolutely nothing at all that is a weakness of saying you're only going to be supporting excellence and you're only going to be reading excellent stuff. Like, I'm going to spend time on things that find me, mm -hmm. right? They're either so well-reviewed or everybody's telling me that I got to read it that it finds me. It comes to me as opposed to doing the opposite. Right. And uh yeah, it's support it's entirely dependent on your means. You I know? think I would have just I think I would enjoy my time with comic books more. Sure. You know, if I know at X time when I sit down at the end of the day and go, All right, I'm gonna read my book for the day and I'm just like salivating for it. Because I'm excited about the next one. Definitely. Versus like I'm kind of just like plowing through comic books mm -hmm. because I need to finish mm -hmm. the comic. Throwing it over my shoulder. If I'm yeah. not enjoying it, just stop. I'm not picking that. I'm not going to buy that anymore. You know? Mm -hmm. And if I do decide, well, I'm going to buy this because I want to support seeing more people like this, then I understand what I'm doing. Sure. And that that that's why you're number 14 on my list of 14. Because mm -hmm. that's the job that that spot has. At least this is just Octavius. I'm not saying you should this. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm just saying this is how I'm looking at it. I understand. And I think uh, this is, it's a pretty regular thing for me. There's a refrain of, of every three to six months, I become more aware of my buying habits and realize, oh, I can lean this out. I don't need to just walk in and pick up everything that looks colorful, put it in a bag, right. take it home. Because, um, yeah, those things stack up. But, you know, there's got to be some selection process. Quality control, my man. Mm -hmm. That's it. Speaking of selection uh, mm -hmm. and quality mm -hmm. control, Stranger Things 3. Stranger Things 3. Coming. apparently is not what I thought it would be. Stranger Things 2, we, we watched it as a community. Yeah. The, the Junto, we used that uh, rabbit app and we watched that show and it was awesome. And then I was theorizing that maybe the third season will be during Christmas. Mm -hmm. It doesn't appear to be the case. But hey, are you excited? Hollywood, hit me up. You let me know. Yeah, of course. Stranger Things 1 and 2 were both delightful. I'm excited for more. I hope they, I hope they, they keep introducing new stuff because I, I don't want to get tired of this. You know what I mean? I want to stay excited about it. And it's a great cast. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm ready for more. Speaking of Hollywood, let's talk about the Oscars. Let's talk about Kevin Hart. Uh-huh. What's going on? What's your feelings? Yeah. What the deal? Okay. What you got? Well, quick summary. Uh, Kevin Hart was going to be the host of the Oscars coming up. 
uh, until I don't know who or how this came came up. Some of his tweets from I think 2010, maybe 2011, surfaced with some homophobic jokes, and then suddenly there was a decision to be made, and Kevin Hart uh, defended himself, and uh, I think he was given an ultimatum by the the Academy, and the Academy said, you know, apologize or you no longer have the job, and uh, Kevin stepped down. He said, nah. I'm good. I stand my ground. I'm stepping down. So now the Oscars are looking for a host and there's a conversation about what just happened. And part of that conversation is um, the double standard held by the Oscars. You know, the times that they have uh, either ignored that kind of stuff from other hosts, performers, actors, directors, anybody within within the industry, I should say. Uh, And then the conversation about, you know, is this where we're at right now? James Gunn had something kind of similar happen. Is that a different situation? Um, I would say that it is. You know, we have to take in the, the fact that there seems to be a double standard and the fact that Kevin Hart is a, a black man in Hollywood seems to be a part of the conversation in some communities um, in that he's being treated unfairly. I have an opinion on the matter. What's your opinion? My, my opinion might be a little bit sloppy and unrefined. I'll, I'll say this. You know, it's a little bit of a, a sonic, the hedgehog situation for me. What? I'm taking, How do we get back I'm here? I'm taking your role. I don't really care. This, uh. the, 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 this doesn't really affect me very much. So my opinion is a little touch and go. And I'll, I'll just say that now. Uh, I was really disappointed in Kevin Hart's response initially. When this stuff came up, man, it sucks. You, you pull stuff up like this, and it, it sucks. And I also recognize that every comedian, little asterisks over the word comedian, mm-hmm. every comedian has some problematic material. They all tried it. They've all tried it. I'm, they're still doing it now, or they've done it in the past, right? People try material out, it doesn't really age well, or it's not very good, or it shouldn't have happened in the first place, or we don't do it in today's world, 2018. But... I think he was granted an opportunity to say something that was meaningful, and uh, I didn't. I didn't appreciate the fact that he took it more personally that people were trying to take him down. Um, his response on Instagram disappointed me. His initial response, and his initial response was basically like, "Y'all are trolls. Don't come for my happiness." Uh, and I was disappointed by that. So I'm not surprised where we are right now. I also think the Oscars are a pretty dusty thing, man. Like award shows. What even are they? Are they even important? And so maybe this is just the thing that leads us to the decision that all this has to be changed. Do we do award shows like this anymore? What's the significance? Is there a better way of doing it? I don't know. I, I kind of don't care. But I will say I was, I was a little let down by that initially. Hmm. I think there's a... This, what let you down about it? When... Regardless of the intent... When someone pulls up an incriminating tweet, some material, or something that you've said in the past, this is the royal you, the proverbial mm-hmm. you, I think it offers an opportunity to figure out where that person is that's being thrown under the bus or is being held to some scrutiny. Where are you now? In light of the thing that I just brought up, where are you now? And you have a lot of options. The options include, you know, Defending yourself, 
The options include apologizing to the community that you've offended. The options include a lot of different things. There's a lot of exploration in there. You can do just about anything. The thing that he chose to do initially was to defend himself and say, this world has gone crazy. I am uh, 40 years old. Don't come at me with this. And I think that was an opportunity missed. I think what, 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 was, what was the opportunity in your head? Um, to talk about his growth as a comedian, as a person, to say that uh, he is not homophobic and the material that he's used in the past or things that he believed in the past are no longer true, if that is the case. Mm -hmm. You know, only if he's speaking authentic uh, authentically. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I know that one of the tweets was like, uh, you know, if I ever saw my son playing with a doll's house, I would take it away from him and I would say, that's gay. I would take it from him and hit him over the head with it. Uh, all right. That's another piece of the puzzle. And say, that's gay. And I'm just thinking, look, man, there's an opportunity here to say, I, I've tried some material out. Some of his work, some of it hasn't. I stand by my experimenting with a bunch of different stuff. I don't want to offend people. I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to hurt people that I love. I can't put words in Kevin Hart's mouth. There's a lot of shit like that I have to process here. Like I can't be, you know, Adam Tedderis, privileged guy who says you should have done, but I was disappointed in the thing that he did do. So, mm -hmm. so it's that's why I say it's kind of sloppy. The way that I feel about it is kind of sloppy. And overall, I just don't know how important it is to me. Right. What about you? Where's your head at? Well, I have a. <clears throat> What do they say? I'm of two minds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a lot of thoughts about this whole thing. When I heard Kev, when I heard Kev Hart was gonna host it, the Oscars, I was like, "Yeah, I love Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart's awesome. I could totally see that. That makes sense. Definitely. Boom. And I bet he would have done a terrific job. Right. When I heard that they pulled up old tweets and old commentary from his performances, and I was like, "Yeah." You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it sounds about right. It's yep. 2018 going to 2019. Like this is what this is what happens. Yeah. Um, and my yeah isn't one of like at a boy. It's kind of like, yeah. You know, if you put your foot in an ant pile. This is what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. You know, if you if you leave ice cream on the counter. It's gonna is, melt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it like that that is part of taking a job like that. Yeah. You know? It's taking, part of existing on the internet as a public figure. Right. People are going to like scour what you've done. Definitely. And uh, yeah. So when his response was like, you know, my people are telling me, people are upset, yada yada yada, I was like, hmm. It, was, it wasn't like, yeah, it was kind of like, hmm, okay, Kev, I understand what you're saying, however, comma, yeah. dot, 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 lawful, are you within your rights, mm -hmm. you know, like, do, are, you, are, you, are you saying, hey, well, here's where I stand on the topic, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm able to understand what you're saying. I'm able to understand where you're coming from. And certainly, like, certainly. The point that you are making, your point is like, look, I've addressed this. I've talked about this. I've said what was right. I've said what was wrong. 
the same energy that you're putting in to pulling up my old tweets, you could put that same energy into finding out what I said about those old tweets. Most definitely. And it's like, yeah, I see what you're saying. And if it was, you know, I've used this example before. If it was you and me sitting down at the dinner table... That's a completely reasonable response. Yeah, we have we have context and past and history and like intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. However, every tweet is someone's first. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, Kevin said, uh, what's understood should never have to be said. Uh agree to disagree. <laughs> because it's not understood. You know, and if somebody was not familiar with you and the first time they ever saw anything about you was this. I heard uh, it I heard it said like this. And it made me go, oh, okay, I see. Now, this is a this is a this is a conversation about a perspective of wisdom, not right and wrong. Mm-hmm. This is like almost like, hey, young blood, let me. I, I I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but listen to what I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying because are making homophobic jokes and slurs wrong. Yes, mm-hmm. period, point blank, end of discussion. When you hear, when you read those old tweets, are you like, yeesh, mm-hmm. the same way we do when we see people saying racist stuff, mm-hmm. people saying Islamophobic, like, yeah, you get the same response. It's mm-hmm. not like Kev gets some sort of special pass. No. Your past is your past, and you got an ugly past, and you got an ugly past, and you got an ugly past. So this isn't about making it okay. Mm-hmm. This is about going... Well, where do you do now? Yeah. And what I heard someone say was, and I forget their name exactly. He says, the Oscars put you in a bigger room. Mm-hmm. That means that you're going to have to say the same thing louder for the people in the back. Because mm-hmm. you're in a new room. Mm-hmm. There are new people in the room. I like the analogy. And I was like, oh, okay. Now that's wisdom. That's like game. Like, hey, listen, let me explain it to you. Well, I said that already, but you were in a smaller room. Mm-hmm. You're in a bigger room now. So part of what comes with being in a bigger room is saying the same thing again, louder, and saying it again and again and again. Now you can take the stance of going, well, I ain't saying it again. That's fine. You don't have to be in this room. Sure. Which was ultimately the decision that he made. Now, his mentality of like, you know what? The Oscar said, hey, the Academy said, hey, apologize for your tweets. His mentality of like, look, I'm not, the, I, I'm not the dude for this. I don't feel like being bothered. I'm not doing it. I said, that's a choice. It's a choice. And, and, and I think there's an aspect of me that goes, I understand your choice. You're saying, you know what? I'm good. I'm opting out. I'm, I don't even want to do this because mm-hmm. to me, from my perspective, where I stand, when I take account of my life, mm-hmm. I, the point, I, the perspective was, it's not, no, nah, I, I don't know him, but I'm thinking like I put myself in his shoes. I've done this. You know what? Y'all got it. Mm-hmm. The amount of effort that I would have to put in to having this conversation with you is not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not do it because I'd rather focus my energy on something else, you know? Now, could that be perceived as ungracious, unloving, inconsiderate? Yes. But could it also be his choice? 
Sure. Yeah, like you don't have to do that. The thing I didn't understand is when he came back around and apologized. Yeah, that's like that. I was like, well, why you ain't just apologize in the first place? And then apologize. I just didn't understand like some of like the strategy and how he went about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I was overall able to kind of like pull it apart and dissect it. And the thing I got was this, which is like, which I often do is I take the conversation we're having and I kind of zoom out and go, what, what, what are we really talking about right now? What's the conversation we're really having? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Kev, but if I had to kind of like, Assume what's he really bucking against right now? Mm-hmm. Is he bucking against the LGBTQ community? I, as a person who is not a part of that community, can, as an outsider, can only say, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that's what it is. Um, and I was intentional about trying to go out and listen to people from that community and hear, well, what are you guys saying? Because I'm not a part, I'm, it's, not, it's not me. So, and I'm like, yeah, I understand your frustration. And at the same time, though, are you acknowledging what he's saying? Mm-hmm. What he's saying is, I already did this. I don't feel like, you know what, never mind. Go ahead. Like, mm-hmm. Because he's within his rights to do that. Certainly. And I think it's a conversation about, are we a forgiving community? And the answer is a big, loud, resounding no. Doesn't seem to be. We are not a forgiving people. We in somehow have this like false narrative that there are good people and bad people. And we always consider ourselves to be good people. And whenever we find out that someone else is <gasps> bad, mm-hmm. we want to, did you know that he, and it's like, of course, yeah. And so did you. And so did she. And so did he. So yeah. what are we doing here? Like, I, I would, I would it's, even, it's not about if it's right or not. It's about, are you going to forgive someone? Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? Because you will always be able, man, I was telling somebody the other day, I'm glad they don't have records of chat rooms. Sure. What? Yeah. Because that sure. was our Twitter. Yeah. If they had like chat, like, yeah. when I was young, AOL Instant Messenger. Boy, yeah. Cra- like what crazy stuff. I sure. am not. I will go on record and say I'm not one of the good guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm a I'm I'm some sort of dude you should be scared of, but maybe like you know what I mean? Like don't be surprised mm-hmm. if some of my friends tell you about things I have said in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Well, that's not upstanding." And I'm going to look at you and go, "No. You're correct." B- because I was 14, 24, 32, like yeah. the whole point of where Octavius is today is that I had to be that person mm-hmm. and learn from that and have an environment where I was able to learn and grow so that I could be who I am today. Yeah. And if we don't let people do that by being gracious, which means to not only not give someone what they deserve, but to give them what they don't deserve, give them the freedom, give them the mercy, give them the opportunity that they don't deserve. Yeah. You're giving them so when you look at, hey, do you deserve, have you done bad? Yes, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Yeah. You know, and be merciful and go, hey, you deserve this, but I'm not going to give you the full thing. Sure. And have a relationship where it's like, if I see growth, if I see development, if I see effort, if I see a desire to move in a direction, that should count for something. Yeah. But if at any moment and anyone gets an opportunity and someone goes, you were trash once. And it's like, 
So I'm disqualified. So who's and then we get to and I'm gonna shut up after this, Adam. So now they get to the whole point of like, well, who should host the Oscars? And I can imagine a lot of people are like, I mean, they're not about to pull up my old tweet. I'm yeah. sure everybody's like de deleting everything because who's the who is the good guy that you're going to get to host the Oscars? Well, you know, it's it's a very interesting time that we live in right now. I think uh, to to take what you said about forgiveness and just twist it and make it even more specific. Is forgiveness possible at scale? Because at between scale, you and I, yeah, that that intimacy, you know. I but I think at scale as a, as a society, mm. we haven't figured it out, and instead of working to figure it out. We seem to just not bother with it. And this is not to say that Kevin Hart has reached absolution and he is absolved of, of this whole thing. Because I will say that I was prepared to offer a lot more grace until I saw his initial right. response. Right. And Kevin Hart and I are not close. We are not friends. But it felt a little bit like a friend that I wanted to say, hey, you are acting like an idiot. Just hold on. Stop. You had a chance to make it better, you made it worse. The, the first line of his, of the initial response, the first one is, stop looking for reasons to be negative. And that is so dismissive, man, for a whole group of people who are like, hey, y'all yeah. making fun of people for being gay. And his response is, stop, stop looking for reasons. I mean, that's a pretty decent reason. It's decent. So it's it's disappointing. It's yeah. just disappointing. And it muddies it muddies the entire scenario, which is, is it possible to move beyond the person that you were? Is it possible to offer grace and space for people to evolve and be mature? Is it possible to have a nuanced conversation? And I would tack onto that yeah. at scale. Yeah, it's, um, that's tough. Like, these questions that we're asking are really hard questions because yeah. these are the questions of our time period yeah you know what i mean like this is what it means to be alive right now yes to ask the question of well who's the good guy yeah who's the perfect person who has no past no tweets no emails no but then at the same time it's like oh so are you advocating for no accountability no i'm not saying that no well what what am i saying you know what i'm saying it's like hey, if, what, if what am i what exactly am i saying here it's kind of like it's very difficult to do this and i think at a certain point and i i'm a, i'm gonna say this there's a there's a personal thing that has kind of made this real for me uh. and i had a conversation with someone who's played a very large part in my life who i felt upset about for years because of an interaction that we had mm. and i was able to have this conversation with them and for the first time in years they said you know what i'm sorry I'm mm. sorry that made you feel that way. And at the same and in the same breath they go, "What you want me to do about it now?" You know what I mean? And in that moment, I had to decide mm. if I was going to release them. Mm -hmm. Now, in their mind, they were like, "I said I'm sorry. What do you want from me?" So in a sense, they were like, "I'm released. Like I'm I'm gone. I'm done." Yeah. This is a genuine apology. You got to figure you got to figure it out, you know, like what do you want from me? But I said I have to determine whether or not I believe them or not. Yeah. You know, I do. They don't they they can't fix what I'm pointing at my chest. Yeah. They can't fix what's going on in here. Mm -hmm. And they can't fix what's going on in my head. I have to within me release them mm -hmm. and go I believe you. 
you know, mm-hmm. and I can no longer hold that against them. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It doesn't mean there was no impact. But what it means is I'm not holding this against you anymore. Sure. And that is something that made makes this stuff realer for me. Sure. Is I have to within me go, you know what? And I also had to recognize even if they didn't say sorry, it's up to me to release them uh-huh. and go, you know what? You're free to go within me. Like it's not even about saying it to them. Like yeah. you are, you are no longer bound to my emotional yeah. whatever. Right. And I think that's something that we all have to really start looking at ourselves and going, Donald Trump is trash. Yeah. He's horrible. The worst. But at the same time, at a certain point, you got to go. You know what? I like with, with Trump at this point. I don't even really pay him no mind. It's kind of like you, whatever, bro. Like. I've made my mind up. I've decided what it is, and it's just going to be what it is. And if I find out new information, mm-hmm. like you say, it's up to me whether I determine whether how much energy I'm going to give this. Like, I'm not going to give Sonic that much energy. Yeah, right. You right. know? But at a certain point, I, I guess in, in me, I'm just becoming more, less and less surprised when I find out that people have done bad things. Because sure. my, my internal part is like, of course they have. There, there's a lot of really heavy, complicated conversation to have th- around this in a in a way that I have tried. In a way, I've tried to make this a cleaner thing for me to understand, to to grasp. And I've done that by saying, "What was the job that Kevin Hart was going to be hired to do, and what job as an actor and as a, a public figure and a celebrity does he have now?" And I will, I will say, according to my understanding of those jobs, he did a bad job. He, he didn't do a good job. So he's not doing the job. Done. He no longer has that job. That makes sense. That makes sense. That does make sense. It that's, gets, in, that's interesting. It's, it's just, you know, like... That makes it easy. The, those, creating those rules for yeah. yourself makes it easier right? to go... I'm not here to judge this person's moral character. I'm here to judge this person's ability to do the job. Part of what I deemed the job was to address this issue. You did not address it in the way I saw fit. So as a result, I think it's probably good that you don't have the job. If if I were in a position in which... Now I'm not saying that. I'm kind of like recapping yeah, what, exactly. what I'm hearing you yeah, say. That, that's exactly right. If I were in a position in which I were interpreting this scenario professionally... This this the this was not a good thing for the academy. It wasn't a good thing for you, Kevin. This is a bad thing for for your brand right now because that's a lot of negative attention. And I hope there's a conversation that can come from this that is fruitful and positive. Uh, but this is a bad job right now. So I guess it makes sense for us to go our separate ways. Separately, Oscars, y'all just innovate yourselves. Like, do something different, I guess, because you're going to have a hard time finding an, uh, a host who didn't goof up real bad. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not affected by this, so I feel... Yeah, I just want to talk about it. Indeed, indeed. I mean, Kevin Hart is a hometown hero for us in Philadelphia. Indeed. So, you know, we want to be represented right. And this is a... Uh, this sucks. This sucks. But uh, very excited for uh, the Oscars to come around. When do they come around? I don't know. Do not know. Very excited for the Oscars to come around. They, I can't believe this. I'm looking online right now. They got 
Sonic the Hedgehog to host the Oscars. Right. Ben Schwartz <laughs> doing the voice. Jacked Sonic. It says in the name, Jacked Sonic is going to be there. Very excited for Muscular Sonic to be there and hosting the uh, 95th Oscars. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. I think that's the episode, guys. I think that's uh, it. I think Adam has taken us out with the last bit of information we need. Fishhead pie! That's episode 99 <laughs> of Kung Fu Junto. <laughs> Hit us up at Twitter... Uh, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, at Comic Book Junto. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the various things we talked about today. Also, send us emails at comicbookjunto at barefoot.com. That's at B3ARFRUIT.com. And also, keep your ear to the streets for the Spider Man to the Spider Verse mm-hmm. one shot. We're going to talk about that movie. Uh huh. Um, if you don't feel like going to that short version, Fix yourself. Fix your mind. Get into a better place. Go watch it. Uh, immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's it. Episode 99. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>